Welcome to Habits and Humor, where you come to make serious progress without taking life too seriously. This podcast shows how we can use embarrassing moments as empowering tools to help us create powerful daily habits and enjoy life at the same time. I'm Susie B., author and creator of Life Conscious and master of all things embarrassing. This is Habits and Humor. Come to laugh, stay to learn. Hello and welcome to the Habits and Humor podcast. I'm Susie and I want to welcome you here and tell you thank you for listening. Either you're here because you want to improve your habits or because you want a good laugh. Good news, right here on Habits and Humor, we do both. What is your most embarrassing moment? You probably vividly remember it because it made such an impression on you. Embarrassing moments are memorable and that's why I think they are incredible tools to use to teach growth and progress. I am constantly finding myself in embarrassing situations and I love to tell those stories because I also love to teach habits, health, and happiness. So here on Habits and Humor podcast, we are going to learn how to do both. I'm going to share embarrassing stories and then help you learn a moral of the story that will help you create a new habit or improve your life in some way. I'd like to start with my signature embarrassing moment. I tell this story often because it's hilarious, but also because it teaches a lot of great lessons. The lesson I want you to take away from today's story is the power of the habit of connection. Go with me on a mental vacation to Washington, D.C. This is one of my favorite places on earth. It has such a unique air there that helps me feel humble and grateful and empowered and motivated all at the same time. In 2010, my husband and my one-year-old baby and my mother-in-law and I took a vacation to Washington, D.C. When we rolled in, Hurricane Irene also rolled in. This hurricane was so bad that it shut down the entire city of New York. So we spent the week in Washington, D.C. in absolutely pouring rain and torrential winds. It was craziness. But we were there to see the sights and see them we did. One day, we found ourselves atop the Lincoln Memorial. This is one of the coolest places in the universe, in my opinion, basking in the glow of this incredible 100-foot president who did so much for our nation. I could stay there all day. From the top of those stairs, if you've ever been there, you can see in every direction for miles. It's beautiful. There's 89 marble stairs between the top of the monument and the reflecting pool down on the ground level. Like I said, we were there on vacation and we had our one-year-old there in a stroller. We went to get on the elevator to go down to the ground level and that line to the elevator was crazy long because it was raining. So we decided to just hoof it down the stairs. We were young and spry and we're like, yeah, let's just take the stairs. There's two ways that you can take a stroller downstairs. Either you take your baby out of the stroller and fold it up and walk it down the stairs or... You have two people, one person holds the front and one person holds the back, and then you lift the stroller up and carry your baby down like an Egyptian empress in a caravan. (laughs) So we decided to do it that way. So my husband grabs the front wheels and I grab the back wheels and we lift her up and down we go. A little backstory here. I happened to be in a flip-flop phase of life. I always wore flip-flops no matter what was going on. I just really liked having my feet free, I guess. And this day I was sporting, I I remember I was sporting some brown Vans flip-flops. And if you're doing the math here, my flip-flops were entirely made of rubber. It is pouring rain and we're walking down marble stairs. 
yep, you got it. So we start going down and whoosh, my feet go all the way out from under me and I fall clear down to my back. Remember, I'm holding this stroller so I can't even catch myself. Don't worry, we saved the baby. She was just fine. So I'm laying there in a soaking wet heap. And you may remember that I just said from the top of those stairs, you can see for miles in every direction. Well, everyone for miles can also see you. <laughs> so not only did I just fall down the stairs, but I fell down the stairs in front of thousands of people. <laughs> so all of these people around me are asking, are you okay? Are you okay? And I'm totally embarrassed. And I'm just looking at the ground. I'm telling my husband like, go, 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 go. So we get back up and the baby's fine. We lift her up again and we start walking down again. Not even 10 steps later, I go down, whoosh, all the way down a second time. <laughs> the same crowd of people are watching me fall twice. <laughs> Again, our daughter was fine. But this time I jumped up and I asked my husband, I'm like, maybe you should just carry the stroller by yourself because she's in danger in my hands. <laughs> so he takes the stroller and he takes off down the stairs and, you know, turns out he can walk like a human on two legs. So I'm walking down carefully like I'm walking on shards of glass and I'm regaining my confidence that I can walk and I get almost to the bottom and this is where you're going to think I'm exaggerating, but I've got three loved ones and thousands of perfect strangers who can back me up on the truthfulness that this really happened. I fell down a third time, but this time I didn't just fall. I like bum, 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 all the way to the bottom of the stairs and land in a soaking wet heap in a puddle. It was so embarrassing. All of these people, hundreds, probably thousands of people around us watched me fall down the stairs. This a grown adult woman falling down the stairs three times down the same staircase. <laughs> I tell you this story because it's hilarious, but also because it's a great visual for the habit of connection. I don't regret wearing flip-flops that day. I don't regret walking on marble stairs in the rain. The only thing I regret from this whole story is that I was so embarrassed I didn't give my family permission to laugh. I robbed them of the ability to die laughing at this hilarious situation because I was so self-conscious. I refer to this as living from the outside in. I was so worried about what everyone outside of me was thinking and I was so embarrassed because I had embarrassed myself in front of all of them that I didn't even look up to see the faces of the people who love me. My husband was holding out his hand to help me up and my mother-in-law was there supporting me, holding our daughter. And they both were trying so hard not to laugh so that they wouldn't hurt my tender little feelings. The only regret I have is that I didn't just lay there in a heap and start laughing. If I had laughed that day, it would have changed the entire mood. It would have changed the entire trip, probably. I was so embarrassed, and all I wanted to do was just shrink down and hide. I didn't want anyone to see me, and I just felt so small. The other way to live is called living from the inside out. If I had just taken a second to ask myself, are you actually hurt? and realized, you know what, I'm fine, I'm okay. And then I had looked outside of myself, I would have seen these people who love me offering to help me up, perfect strangers offering to help me up, asking if I'm okay. I would have looked up and connected with these people and realized they are trying to help me. They're not laughing at me and they're not trying to make me feel bad about what had just happened. They were trying to help. And if I had just taken a second to look around me, look outside myself, I could have connected with these people and it would have been a great good time that we could have shared together laughing at this hilarious event. 
So the lesson I want you to take away from today's story is to connect with other people by living from the inside out. Do a self-check first. Check on yourself. See how you're doing. And then look around you and see who's trying to help you. Maybe you are at the bottom of a staircase. Maybe you just fell hard. Falling is not the problem. Falling is part of the process. It's what you do to get back up. Are you going to sit there in a heap or are you going to look around, take somebody's hand and move on? That's the power of connection, is being able to get yourself out of a funk by using what someone else is offering you. My husband obviously is a better walker than I am, and I could have used his expertise to get myself up if I had just reached up and grabbed his hand. And a little bit of sense of humor goes a long way. This whole situation could have been so funny and could have just really escalated our trip to the next level. But instead, I wanted to forget it. I didn't want to talk about it. I was so embarrassed. I chose to live from the outside in and feel small rather than starting inside, realizing that I was just fine and looking around me and letting that moment come out. If I had started to laugh, all those people around me, including my husband and mother-in-law, could have laughed as well. Since that day, I've tried really hard to embrace embarrassing moments. That's just why I'm starting this podcast is because I want to help you empower yourself through your failures. It's not a big deal when you mess up. And if you realize that, that it's not a big deal and you don't have to feel small and take that away from yourself, you can just look around and ask someone for help. Whatever it is, maybe you failed on your diet. You know what? Reach out to a friend who lost weight last year. Ask her, hey, you know what? When you had a bad day, what did you do? Boom. It's right there. Maybe you are struggling in your business and you're wondering, I don't really know how to do this. Guess what? There are thousands of people out there, brilliant minds who are succeeding, who are so ready to help you. All you have to do is look outside yourself and connect. Allow someone to help you. The other side of connection is reaching out to help others. Once you have gone through something, you have experience. And now you have the ability to help someone get through their trial a little bit easier. When we focus solely on our own journey, we rob ourselves and the people around us of that connection, that ability to lift those around us with what we've been through. And we rob ourselves of experiencing triumph over our trials. When you've gone through something hard and you learned how to overcome it, That was good for you. But once you help somebody else get through their trial a little bit easier, it makes your burden so much more worth bearing. They say an expert is someone who has 10% more knowledge than the person they're teaching. So if you have a little bit of experience that can help somebody else get through their tough stuff a little bit smoother, a little bit easier than you did, it's absolutely worth it every time. The only way you can make that connection, though, is if you're looking for it. If we're so worried about our own health journey, our own business journey, our own family life, then we miss the opportunity to connect with other people. We can't offer our help to someone who might need us. And we also don't look around for a hand up for someone who's offering help for us. That's the power of the habit of connection. This isn't something that you just do once. This is a way of living. And when you decide that you are going to live from the inside out, start in here, start in your own journey in your own life, figure out who you are and what you can do, and then look around you for people both who can help you 
and who you can help. So the next time you see someone fall down the stairs, reach out and offer a hand. And the next time you fall down the stairs, give yourself and the people around you permission to laugh. We made it through our first episode. Thanks again for tuning into the Habits and Humor podcast where you get funny stories and helpful habits so you can make serious progress without taking life too seriously. Because life is better when you can enjoy the journey. My name is Susie B. I'm an Idaho girl. I'm married to my best friend. I've got four fantastic kids. And I am completely obsessed with progress and happiness. I want to help people to simplify the pathway to progress so that you can succeed without all the stress and all of the other things that come, the overwhelm, all of that that kind of weighs us down in the pathway to progress. I'm a huge fan of personal development, self-help, and all that good stuff, but sometimes I feel like it gets a little heavy. Sometimes it gets too intense. My goal is to lighten the mood with some humor that we can learn from. Each episode on this podcast, I will tell some funny stories to help it be memorable, something that you can remember, but also help you simplify the pathway to progress so that you can move forward starting today into your ideal future. You should be happy in the life you live right now and at the same time, create the life you want in the background with your subconscious habits. But that process should be fun and simple. Overcome your overwhelm with a little bit of humor and simplicity. In order for a change to become long-term and habitual, it needs to be something you want to do, something that is simple, and something that is memorable. Do you know what's memorable? Embarrassing moments. The three takeaways from today's episode about connection are, number one, when you fall, reach up to connect with someone who can help you rise to be a better version of yourself. Number two, when you succeed, look around you and see who you can connect with and lift with your newfound experience, good or bad. And number three, laugh. Give yourself and others permission to lighten the mood and connect with a smile and a giggle, even when times are tough, especially when times are tough. You only get one life and laughter is a surefire way to help us enjoy it. If you got a laugh or a smile or a nugget of progressive goodness in today's episode, please subscribe to this podcast and share this episode on social media with your family and friends. I'd love to hear what you thought of today's embarrassing story and today's habit tips. Also, if you leave us a rating and review, we can find more people who want to laugh and learn with us. Thank you and tune in next week when I talk about owning your story and high school musical. Now it's time for a bit of bliss. In this short segment, my guests and I will talk about a person, place, or thing that makes us happy. If we love it as much as we do, it just might make you happy, too. PPTs are the people, places, and things that mean something to you. PPTs are part of who you are today because they help shape you and your experiences. Today, I'd like to share about a place. My family has a cabin in the mountains of Wyoming, and it is one of my happy places. I feel relaxed here, peaceful, present... This place helps me to settle my worries and calm my fears. I love spending time here and making memories with my family. What is your happy place?
A change of scenery can do a lot of good in disrupting our thoughts. If you are having a hard or stressful or anxious time, or even if you just need some rest and recovery, making time to go to your happy place can be a huge relief. I encourage you to have a happy place that you can get to quickly and easily. My happiest place is the beach, but I can't get there in a day. So I have several other happy places that I can just escape to if I need to in a couple of hours or even just a couple of minutes if needed. If you have a happy place, make time to visit it. If you don't have a happy place, think about somewhere that you've had wonderful memories and make that your happy place. Somewhere that you can go to disrupt your thoughts when you need a break or a reset. Simple changes like visiting your happy place can make a massive difference in the way you feel and in the way you live. Find your happy place and use it often. Thank you for listening to Habits and Humor today. If you're picking up what we're putting down, share your favorite part of this episode on social media and tag us at Susie B Life. If you've got ideas or things you'd like us to talk about, please send me a message. And of course, remember to subscribe and leave us a rating and review so that we can help more people just like you overcome overwhelm with some humor and habits. Until next time, go make some serious progress, but don't take life too seriously. Thanks again for joining us today. We'll catch you next time on Habits and Humor, where you come to laugh, but stay to learn. Thank you.